So welcome to the first episode of my podcast. I have no idea and no clue what this podcast is going to be called. I'm currently driving back from Scotland. Um, I'm in the car, so apologies in advance for the audio quality. Um, and I'm recording off my phone, so I will be recording on my mic when I get back home, and the audio will be much, much better. But for now, we're just going to roll. We're just going to be unedited. Uh, this whole podcast is literally going to be my thoughts, my opinions, my story, my beliefs, just everything I'm experiencing in my day-to-day life and um, we're going to roll with it. It's going to be very unscripted, very off the off the cuff and yeah, let's really just start off with what's been going on lately. Um, so for the last two weeks now, I've been away. I've been in the north of England and I've been in Scotland. Um, let's start with my trip to the north of England. Um, I headed up there um, to do some training with um, a one-on-one football coach um, whose name's Dean, and he coaches a lot of professional footballers. So he coaches um, Man City players, he coaches Burnley players, Premier League players, players of all sorts of abilities in the professional game. And levels and I trained with him once before um, and the training session went well and I wanted to go back and do some more training with him before I headed um, to this opportunity which I'll tell you about shortly and look the training was like it's, it's a top session um, it's a top session with a top coach and um, so the plan was head up there do a few days training with him and then stay in the north of England for a little bit longer and head for my opportunity which was a a trial with a professional team Um, so that's what I decided to do I I drove up um, a couple of weeks ago now feels like a while ago it probably was a couple of weeks ago um, and I did some training with him he messaged me before uh, before the first session I had on the Monday it was he messaged me on the Sunday saying um one-to-one with you and Alexander um, at tomorrow at 10 a.m. And Alexander's, uh, or Alex Robbo, is a pal of mine. Um, we're not best pals, but like we, um, we speak from every now and again. Um, and he plays for Man City under 21s. He also trains with the first team and he plays for uh, the national team Australia. Um, he's actually just got back um, there's a thing in the news about um, him um, trying to grab Lionel Messi's shirt after they played against Argentina and Messi basically brushed him off um, but yeah back to the story he said a one-on-one session with him and Alexander tomorrow so we did the session it was a good session I'm going to take you behind the scenes of really what I learned and experienced from, from training with Alex first of all um, and Alex is a guy who's um, obviously a solid player. He plays the same position as me. He's the same age. Um, he's someone I look at and I, I wouldn't say admire, but like I, I value what he has in his life. His the position he's in, playing for the teams that he plays for, and the country he plays for. Like I, I want to play for Australia. I want to play for my country. And he's he's currently doing what I want to do. Um, so I kind of observed. Um, his like how how he acts um his ability 
um, as well as obviously training with him. So I needed to be um, at my best um, to, to train and uh, to perform in the session. So the session, he rocked up first of all, and he was in it, like I think he was in Mercedes-Benz. I turned up in my Citroen that I'm driving now. And I can't lie, I was very, not jealous isn't the right word, but I was very envious of what he has. And um, I was comparing it to kind of my life and my, my situation of, oh, I'm, I'm this, I have this much, much amount of money and he's doing this and he plays for this club and he plays for his country and he's living the dream and I'm without a club uh, at the time of this, uh, well, the time I did the session and oh, I was like, oh, I'm a bit envious and jealous of that. Um, I, later, I later spoke with my mentor, um, TJ, um, who you guys will uh, hear from and um, he's a mentor and he's a, he's a Buddhist monk in India and he's someone that um, helps with my mindset. He kind of told me later on that um, a few advices about about um, what I was experiencing at that time. Anyway, so the session started um, and we started off with some passing drills, went into some passing and receiving, and um, and then we finished off with some shooting. Like, I did, I did well, he did well. I think he was coming off a, a two-day break period from um, uh, Man City training. So I think Man's at, Man City at the time just won the, the Premier League, so they had a couple days off, so he had no training. Um, I think he enjoyed himself. He had a, he went out, had a few drinks. So he was a bit, um, felt a bit uh, rusty to say the least. Um, and yeah, it was a good session. Um, I ended up winning the shooting drill. Um, so I won the shooting drill we did. And yeah, overall, the the main lesson I took from from this was which I, last time where I first met him was on holiday um, in Mallorca and I, I'll tell you guys shortly maybe how that story came about of how we connected but the ma- main thing I took away from him was his I don't know if you'd call it arrogance but it's extreme high levels of confidence in himself like he knows who he is as a person and as a footballer his quality speaks for himself so he really just has this abilities to just I don't give a fuck like this is who I am I'm going to get on with it. Almost doesn't seem to just think about anything. Kind of just takes everything in his stride. And just really deals with everything, how it comes. And very laid back and very chilled out. I know for a fact I'm more professional than him. Um, And I know a lot of people are that probably are more professional than him. Um, But I know his obsession and his love for football. um, And he's just constant like training and... And I don't even know if you call it working hard because he just seems to be like, um, he loves what he does. Like when he was on holiday, he was constantly kicking the ball and constantly like say there was a, a barrier um, or a pole there and he had the ball at his foot wherever you went on holiday, he would try and kick, that, um, kick the ball at the pole. Like just little things like that. He would constantly just be on the, on the go. Um, in terms of like working hard is, um, a topic I'm going to talk about a lot on here is he didn't strike me as the guy that um, obsesses over the, the small details for example I'm very big on like my recovery my nutrition like the 0.001% and he's more of a guy that just I think he eats what he wants he doesn't really uh, he might stretch or he might foam roll but he's not really obsessive over the minor details 
it's more just like a laid back approach and just enjoys his football yeah whatever's meant to be is meant to be um, very confident very self-assured of who he is and just really gets on with it and um, and doesn't like fuss over anything um, in terms of oh yeah this guy is playing for this club or it's more just he looks like he's very um, composed in in his own um, in his own world and really just doesn't give a fuck about anything um, which I think is a slight arrogance but hey it's um, got him to where he is right now um, that's not to say you can't um, be uh, someone who doesn't have that maybe arrogance or high self-confidence um, and achieve what he's achieved but that's him um, so that was the main thing I took away from him um, his just I don't give a fuck mindset I don't give a fuck um, attitude and it was really uh, refreshing uh, to really see that and I think that's the perfect example of a quote I heard recently from a song by Kanye West called The Last Call um, and in this song um, Kanye West at the time basically no one was having him like no one believed in him the record labels weren't coming in for him he had to really ride his own wave and, and believe in himself because no one else in the world at the time was actually uh, believing in him so this quote by Kanye um, which I'll read to you now is I can let these dream killers kill my self-esteem or I could use my arrogance as steam or I could use my arrogance as steam to power my dreams I use it as my gas so they say that I'm last but without it I'd be last so I ought to laugh so I'll say that one more time I could let these dream killers kill my self-esteem or I could use my arrogance as steam to power my dreams. I use it as my gas, so they say that I'm gassed, but without it, I'd be last, so I ought to laugh. And this means that basically what Kanye's saying in this is, I would call that confidence, I would change the word arrogance to confidence, but people perceive it as, as arrogance because the world we live in, it's a very respectful, um, world where people don't people look, look down on people for being um for basically pumping up their own tires and you need to pump up your own tires and believe in yourself before anyone believes in you and that's a fact so yeah this quote in my um comprehension of this is that if kanye if you if me don't have this level of confidence and belief in ourselves when we're going to do something, whether that's a football trial, whether that's um, talking to a girl, whether that is uh, making a presentation, or just anything in general, then you'll end up cleaning dishes for a living. Then you'll end up cleaning toilets for a living. And I've been there because I've been this guy also that didn't have this level of confidence. And I'm still trying to achieve this level of arrogance and this high 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 confidence and and ability in myself to not give a fuck in every situation i'm in so i'm not on this i'm not at the end of the spectrum but i'm definitely further than i was six months ago um when i was cleaning toilets for a living when i was cleaning dishes for a living in hotels and all sorts and i definitely was very respectful of everyone not a yet 
maybe a yes man maybe a yes man maybe I was a yes man back then in terms of I would say oh yeah I'll do that I'll help you with this like um, that's okay yeah you can sit on my chair like very very respectful of everyone and didn't really although I was confident I wasn't really didn't have this level of self-assurance yeah I'm good looking yeah I can play football yeah I'm capable of um, of achieving big things and yes I am the I am the main guy I'm the fucking boy like I didn't have that level of that confidence um, and that goes to show I didn't have that at a club when I was as a scholar at Plymouth Argyle and I was released after my end of the, my two years so maybe if I had that and I know I have that moving forward then the ability will the ability will shine through because you have this level of self-assurance and confidence within yourself to go fuck it yeah I might make mistakes but give me the ball again and I am the fucking guy I am going to be who I say I want to be in this in this lifetime so that's how I see that quote because when nobody believed in Kanye he had to have this level and pump this level of um, fuel f- for his own his own self-esteem and and gas for his own self-esteem otherwise he would be last he would be at the back of the queue he would be working at McDonald's and he wouldn't be a billionaire like he is today in terms of a financial standpoint and what he's achieved in terms of just a global spectrum and the amount of people he's actually impacted in his lifetime and he wouldn't have that level of happiness and I'm not saying happiness is on a on a spectrum of, of success and achievement but it's definitely like going for something and going for your dream and and achieving that and accomplishing and impacting people and helping the ones your loved ones and and people you don't even know like with the disabilities that's definitely can bring you a level of happiness um and if he didn't have that he if he didn't have that level of arrogance to go I fucking believe in myself and I'm going to be this guy and I'm going to be the guy you see on TV and I'm going to be the guy who makes a million dollars in my fir- in my first year and I'm going to be the guy with the record labels and, and achieve these things. I'm going to be the football player on TV playing in the Champions League and, and playing with top players and, and being able to provide my family with a nice life and I'm going to be that guy and, and achieve these things and and be this this man and that's that's well deserving of these things and i am that guy and if you don't have that level of that confidence slash arrogance then you may not never achieve that and you may end up last you may end up back in the queue and you may end up not living a life you know you're capable of so that's how i comprehend that quote so back to the story after the day of training with alexander um I then went back to the hotel, chilled out, did all my regular st- stuff um, because it was a week away from my, my trial. Um, I, I had a really uh, chill week of training. I didn't I didn't overdo it like I would usually do. I wouldn't didn't overcook myself. Um, I did enough to keep me ticking over and um, to keep me to keep me going. Um, so I then trained the next day with. It was. I trained again with Dean, um, but I just did a session with me, uh, myself, and Dean. And in the session, I asked him, like, "What do you think the difference between myself and someone like Alexander is? Like, is there a major difference?" And he said, "Like, no, there actually isn't really. It's more so." I had to kind of force an answer out of him, 
he said it's more so the the smoothness of the way Alexander might execute a pass or receive the ball or take a turn or a shot compared to someone like myself right now I'm going to get to that level of smoothness and that level of I'm just driving to Scotland and these views are insane like I've got I'm just driving on the M5 and there's mountains all around me and there's windmills in the far distance in the right corner I can see I'm 155 miles away from my destination where I'm heading next and I've got 104 miles in the in the tank so I need to fill up shortly but the smoothness of the the pass and the execution Alexander does is probably the main difference he makes and and anyone in that position obviously Alexander's at the at the top but he's not at the very top with the De Bruyne's and the Hollands of the world he's he's trying to get to that level but he does train with them and they make the pros make top pros make the simple things um, very smooth and, and easy looks like it's extremely easy to do and to master the simples and the, the basics and the foundations of any industry and especially football is the key to success simple as that you ma- master the basics you master the foundations passing receiving turning just the basics and the fundamentals you will master football it is as simple as that so that was the main difference uh, he saw in in the two of us um, moving on to the next day um, we no a lesson I wanted to talk to you about was what I learned from the coach the one-on-one uh, coach who coaches professionals is he always talked about with the shots like so when you're taking a shot um, what was the terminology he used it was something about um, I wrote I wrote it down in my journal I can't remember exactly what the terminology was used but he said about when you're taking a shot don't just like take a shot they actually aim for something so if you're taking a shot and you're aiming for the far right mean it like aim for the far right corner or the top right corner don't just take the shot because it's um, that can in a game like you might only have one chance to actually mean and 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 put passion and effort and belief and power into where you're actually going to shoot don't just shoot at the goal for the sake of shooting at the goal like aim for the for the target um, which is um, something you may not think about when you're shooting by yourself or practicing actually aim for what what the target is so if your target is to hit a pole or hit the crossbar then aim for that don't just aim and be very relaxed and lethargic with it um, another lesson I learned from him was basically my own shot technique I learned about over the like for the three days which I I never even really thought about in my whole life of playing football um, I have a very different tech um, shot technique um, shooting technique to a lot of um, footballers out there and I didn't realize this until I was training with on the third day myself Dean and a guy called Joe Hodge now Joe Hodge is a player that used to play for Man City got a transfer to Wolves um, and played six games in the Premier League this season and 
he's my age as well captains on Ireland under 21s he was heading away on international duty with them the following week so I think he might be away with them now and when we're doing a shooting technique with him um, I have a very different technique to Joe for example my technique is very almost like the way Gareth Bale hits the ball so it's very straight on um, I might do a little bit of a curved run up it's very straight on and it almost knuckles and two of my first shots were going I was aiming for the top corner but it was knuckling and just going wide each time so just going wide the, the shot I did was just going wide past the crossbar on the, the post and Dean said that's a very nice strike you can see that's natural to you that strike so keep on doing that don't change it up but now aim for the middle of the goal so instead of aiming for the top right corner with my strike my own personal strike aim for the middle of the goal and it will swerve out to the top right and and exactly that happened it swerved as soon as i took the, the third shot it swerved out to the top right and it went in the the top right corner um and this made me understand i'll turn my um my wind um my my wind I'll turn my um, window wipers off so you can hear me. It's currently raining, so we'll see what the audio quality is like. We may have to pause it and uh, catch in in, uh, in an hour or so when I'm back um, or when I'm at my next location. Um, this taught me about my myself and it taught me that I don't fully know myself no, it taught me that I need to embrace what I have and the attributes you have in your life. So if you're very natural when it comes to heading a ball and you don't head a ball in a game at all and you don't actually jump up for that, then you're wasting your natural ability. Um, and my natural way of technique and striking the ball is very um, dead on and knuckles and swerves off to the right. Then if I'm always trying to hit the ball with a finesse shot then I'm wasting my natural ability and the technique I have so I need to embrace what I have and use it to my advantage and score goals with that that technique um, which you guys will see is um, shortly some of the goals I score in, in recent in recent games and uh, upcoming games in the in the uh, in the future so back to the story I finished the day um, finish the session with Joe um, Joe has a personality of he's a, he's a captain of um, the team he plays for Ireland under 21s and um, he has a personality different to Alexander but the same in some way um, he, seemed, he seemed a bit more quiet of a, a guy but he seemed very self assured of who he is um, didn't say anything out of like how do I explain it? He didn't. He didn't say anything to like please people, or if someone like said something he didn't like, he wouldn't. Do you know when you're like talking to someone and you know they're bullshitting you, and you know they're like, and you and you just go along with the conversation? He would probably just look at you and think like, what the fuck is this guy on about? He wouldn't really go along with them, them conversations that are. Um, how do I explain it? That are pointless. He would probably just stare at you dead on and be like. You just, he would just give you that face and like, what the fuck are you on about? Shut up. Um, that's how I perceived him anyway. Maybe wrong. 
um, but very, very self-confident and uh, who he is. Um, after the session, he did his own running. Um, he did his own uh, running drills, and then he did another running drill, which was a bit longer. But just goes to show the the work rate and the effort he put in, and the results he's been getting um, really, really does um, does pay off, right? So after this day, um, I w- this was in where was I? I was in Oldham, so near Manchester. I then travelled up to Preston, which is a bit further up north, I believe. Um, I stayed with a friend of my mum and my dad's um, friends from back in the day. I stayed with them, so I didn't have to pay for any hotels or anything. And it was, they were, they were nice to stay with and um, they were very easy to stay with. And I met up with a guy who is named Kev Stewart. And he's a guy who followed me on Instagram maybe five, four months ago now, four or five months ago. And he has played for Liverpool, he's played for Hull, he's played for Tottenham, he currently plays for Blackpool FC and they just got relegated to League One, um, but we're in the championship. And yeah, I did some training with him, um, which was a hell of experience. Like the guys played against Messi. Um, he's played with Liverpool players, uh, to name a few, Jordan Henderson, um, Coutinho, Steven Gerrard, um, you name the Liverpool players, he's probably played with them. Um, and yeah, he was a hell of a guy. Um, he was injured at the time or just recovering from an injury because um, we're currently in pre, pre-season. We're in off-season, right? I like to call it pre-pre-season because you're getting ready for the new season. Um, so we're in off-season now, so... He was just ticking over and getting ready for the new um, season, but he had a little he had a little injury, so he just said, "Look, come in, Charlie. Um, you can do a bit of training with me at the Blackpool training grounds, and we can do a gym session." So yeah, we did a gym session. Um, he was a he was a sound guy. Learned a hell of a lot from him. One hell of a lot. And um, a little lesson I'll tell you now is how he talked about obsessing over these small details and we're very very similar in in our mindset and the way we think he's he's a ahead of me on his uh on his journey just in terms of his experience in within the football game um and maybe where he is um in terms of um in terms of his, his just knowledge his knowledge within like his life experience he's older and um, he's about 20 28 um, so he's maybe eight years ahead of me and in terms of just life experience so it was uh, very cool to I almost see him like an older brother in a way to um, or a mentor to look at and and be like that's that's a guy who's um, accomplished something I want to accomplish in the football game and he's doing well in life and yeah very very sound guy and what he was saying to myself is about like when it comes to nutrition and I said are you very obsessive with the small details and like recovery and he said yeah I, I'm not so much now but I, I was um, and why he said he was he felt like it was having more negative effect on his game than actually doing the thing like eating well or um, recovering right for the new game 
what I mean by that is, for example, if I'm stressing right now over, I need to get eight hours of sleep, I need to get over eight hours of sleep, I need to make sure I'm hitting uh, 30 grams of protein per hour, I need to make sure I'm drinking 3.575 milliliters of water, I need to make sure I um, wear my blue light blockers before bed, I need to make sure I stretch for half an hour and I stretch my groins for three minutes and two seconds and like all these little things and yeah they do make a difference they do add up but what happens if you don't do that like he found and which I've experienced this and the diet has to be perfect like squeaky clean diet he found that doing the doing the thing for example when it comes to diet like if he was stressing so much over the diet so the actual stress of of thinking about the diet was worse was worse for him and his performance than maybe eating that little piece of chocolate or um, when it comes to sleep maybe missing an hour of sleep he found he would miss more hours of sleep because he was just stressing over it and it does make sense like it goes back to the um, Alexander mindset of I don't give a fuck like mindset and just do what you want and get the results I'm a big believer in the compound effect and this, the small things add up to um, to make a massive difference but if it comes as a detriment to um, like stressing over the small things like sweat the small stuff but don't stress over it like if you're not if you're not gonna if your diet can't be perfect because you're in a hotel and you're on a trial or um, it needs to be and you have an important game and you haven't uh, slept exact amount of hours or something hasn't gone in your routine then the stress stressing over what you haven't done or what you did do like oh, I ate that little burger or before a game or I was out too late and stressing over that is having more of an effect on your performance the stress is extremely bad and it's a killer um, than actually doing the thing or not doing the thing so take that into account of your life like I'm not saying stop your diet completely like fuck that off and don't um, don't focus on the small details like foam rolling and stretching and recovery and ice baths because it does it is important but if you're not going to do it then don't stress over about not doing it um, if you are going to do it then don't stress over about oh I'm, I'm doing this because it's going to have a better performance like he told me that he reckons because we talked about like we're both massive idols and fans of of uh, the uh, the one and only Kobe Bryant um, who's um, yeah I, I love Kobe so much I love Kobe man I love Kobe nah, Kobe like had massive impact on my life and still does when I read his book and uh, listen to podcasts he used to be on and um, and listen just hit like Instagram reels that come up every now and again of Kobe just ah uh, amazing but even when it comes to when I was younger I used to wake up early to train I used to wake up like 4am and back in Australia when I was like 12, 13 and God knows how I was watching I found these YouTube videos back then and this is when my obsession and my mindset of self-improvement and um, wanting to bet myself as a person the footballer really began when I was maybe 10, 11, 12 and these were the, the formative years for that and 
he were like looking at Kobe Bryant and, and Ronaldo and these these idols of mine at the time and even still now um, it made me want to inspire me to get up early and, and train and run hills and, and put the extra effort in and that definitely played uh, a massive role in my success to date but it also had a negative effect like anything it also had the other side so and that dark side was that at times I would wake up early and I would neglect my sleep and, and sleep is uh, and it's such an important role towards and it's the foundation towards your health more important than, than diet and actually exercise sleep is um, you can go three days without probably water um, food you definitely can go three days without exercise but can you go three days without sleep um, is the question and you can't like that's why people um, when they're uh, in the war like people torture um, their um, their victims with sleep like they sleep deprive them um, so yeah sleep is so important and I, I neglected that from sometimes from a young age and this is a formative habit of neglecting sleep so I could get in an extra session I could train and um, Kobe talked about this like fit in more sessions in the day and now I'm, I'm a big, big believer personally I understand what he's coming from is the compound effect and how um, compounding habits and compounding sessions will have a, in the long run a better a better process um, and outcome for you um, but in the end I think it's quality over actually the quantity of, of your sessions I'm digressing a little bit here but what we talked about was he thinks from a personal point that Kobe and these people that wake up early and they, they train and they get their 400 to 600 shots in, um, he thinks that they're like, they're present like during their hours and it's not really like a massive like thing to them. Like it's not a sacrifice, like I need to wake up early. No, it's like if I want to be great, this is what I do. It's almost like something they don't even think about or comprehend. It's like, this is what I do if I want to be great. But for maybe, for like myself in the past, it's been like, I'm going to wake up early so I can achieve this and I'm going to be sacrificed so I can achieve this. And it was coming from maybe a, a, a lack, a point of lack, uh, rather than a point of like, this is what I do. Like, I eat this to get this body. I drink this so I can be hydrated. It's almost like they wake up early so they can be the best in the world. It's not even, it's like from a rational, it's such a, like a logical point. It's not even like a thing to them. It's just like, this is what I do. Um, so he thinks that personally. But Kev Stewart, I trained with him for a few more days um, before I headed up to, to Scotland, uh, which is where I'm driving back from now.